0: This is episode 11. You're listening to the All Hazards Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes
1: to give you exclusive access to emergency managers who've been on the front lines of some of the nation's most difficult challenges. Where we have candid conversations about the challenges facing all emergency managers, no matter how big or small the
0: community. Here's your host, Sean Boyd. Hello, we're here at the broadcast studios inside the California Governor's Office of Emergency Services, also known as Cal OES. We're right outside of Sacramento. Thanks for listening. Today, we're going to be sitting down with Cal OES Southern Regional Administrator Mona Lisa Bonte. Can you imagine having to manage a state emergency response in an area with a population of 21 plus million people? Well, that's exactly what Mona Lisa Bonte does. She plans for these things. It's her responsibility. She's going to talk about that high level of responsibility and how she's able to handle that. And she's also going to talk about what's critical to success in the field during a disaster event. She's going to talk about all that and more. Oh, plus, we're going to get to the softer side of Mona Lisa Bonte. What has touched her emotionally on the scene of a disaster? All that is right here, right now. Mona Lisa Bonte. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Sean. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks. You've got a pretty cool name, Mona Lisa.
1: Yes, this... I know. Uh, I'll, as I was growing up, I was like embarrassed when my teachers would call my name out. And now that I'm older, it's a great tool to, that people remember me by, and it's quite catchy. It is catchy. <laughs> I like
0: it. It's it's uh, very uh, renaissance, I think. It, it sounds great. Yeah. And Mona Lisa Bonte. So I don't you... quite
1: look like the Mona Lisa, but... I like the name. (laughs) Has
0: anyone painted your portrait before?
1: No, but my dad always sings the song.
0: Oh, good. (laughs) Nice. Well, we might have to use that uh, in this podcast at some point. So the reason we have you here is we wanted to talk to you about your job, some of the things it entails, some lessons that you've learned, some decisions you've had to make, and hopefully you can impart these things that you've learned uh, onto others who are maybe in the same or similar position maybe some folks who are looking to get into this line of work, give them a better idea as to what your job entails. So tell me uh, what it is you do. You are the Southern Regional Coordinator or Administrator uh, for Cal OES. Explain to me and the others what that means and what it it is.
1: So as a Southern Regional Administrator, I have the pleasure of Overseeing emergency manage- management response for the Southern California region, which entails 11 counties from Inyo Mono, uh, San Luis Obispo, Ventura, Santa Barbara, uh, Los Angeles, Orange County, uh, Riverside County, San Bernardino County, all the way down to the um, border of Imperial and San Diego counties. I might have missed a county here and there if oh, that was 11. That's okay. You've got a lot but- of them. It's um, the highest population in the state of California. I can't recall, it's about over 21 million wow. or so. I, I'm not sure what the current census is, but I do have the biggest um, um, counties and the largest uh, population in terms of statewide in helping and supporting emergency response for the Southern California region.
0: That sounds like a huge responsibility.
1: It is, but it's a great it's a, a great opportunity. It's been a great position to be in to help make a difference and support our county emergency management partners and our local jurisdictions in preparing f- for any event hazard that may come our way
0: so when you're talking about any event and supporting and helping out and you know administering what are some of the actual uh, responsibilities that you take on when you take on this kind of a position this role what do you do
1: well in coordination with my southern region staff we have territorial reps that represent each county emergency service coordinators and we coordinate and work with the county in emergency response such as an earthquake Um, flooding, uh, storm events, um, wind events, fires, Mm -hmm. which we've recently experienced in Southern California. So we ensure that we're actively coordinating in both our preparation and response to any type of emergency event or disaster to ensure we're protecting the health and welfare of California citizens.
0: How long have you been in this position?
1: I have been in this position as the regional administrator a little over a year now.
0: A little over a year. Prior to that?
1: Prior to that, I was a deputy regional administrator with Cal OES in the southern region. And prior to that, I've been in state service for 24 years now,
0: oh. about 24
1: years. I'm losing track of time.
0: It's a, it's a beautiful place if, it, yeah. if any hazards were supposed to happen at some point, right?
1: Well, I'm homegrown. I grew up um, nearby um, the region that I represent. I grew up in Whittier. Went to school. I'm a UCLA grad, so I definitely know on um, the community, and I live in the region, so that's very helpful.
0: So, having been in this line of work for quite a while, I would imagine that you have encountered uh, many challenges. What have some of the, been some of the biggest challenges that that you've had?
1: Um, the biggest challenges. Uh, it's always a challenge to ensure that you've had your staff well-prepared, and that you're coordinating and communicating. It's important that you engage all the stakeholders, whether it's your smaller county or your bigger county. Everyone's important. And um, identifying their concerns and addressing them timely Mm -hmm. so that we can mitigate any impacts for the future. And um, it's always being ahead of it and being proactive, forward-leaning, and um, being able to balance your staff uh, accordingly based on the needs of the region.
0: Have there ever been any instances where you have arrived, you know, either during the disaster or post-disaster and walked around and been touched in some way by what you've seen?
1: Um, yeah, well, you know, even when you see it on the news, when you see it in person, it's, I, I've been to a community meeting in the city of Glendora. They were impacted by a Colby fire fire. Um, this past year, and that's actually the community in which nearby I live. Mm. So that particular day, I walked out, and my toddler said, Mommy, Mommy, fire, and I knew that was going to be a busy day. Um, Within a a few minutes, I activated our Southern Region Emergency Operations Center, and I subsequently toured the area, and I went to a community meeting and met homeowners that, within minutes, had lost everything. That quickly. It's very... Touching and heartbreaking quite honestly, and I spoke at that meeting about the importance of our role in serving them and being there and I think it helped that I understand the community. I'm from the community and um, Just to talk to people that have lost everything so quickly and knowing that that can happen to any of us even in an earthquake Uh, We had the La Habra earthquake fairly recently and although thankfully it didn't um, there wasn't a lot of impact damages um, it shook my house pretty hard, and it was an eye-opener and scary. So it's important that we're always stressing the importance that we all have to take accountability to prepare for the next big event or emergency and have our our emergency kits and educate our family
0: members. I don't think a lot of people realize how important that is. you know, Right. How, how much of a difference it can make if that were to happen.
1: Yeah, just having a supply of water a supply of food or having a flashlight with batteries. Um, some of the simple things we take for granted in life— yeah. Um, is are important. And I think a big part of our role is to support people and understanding that and helping in the preparedness.
0: And that's that communication you were talking about. Uh, when you were meeting with those folks, they, I assume you, you told them, Hey, this is my town. You know, I'm from here. I live here. How do you, how do you reassure folks who have just lost what they think is everything. They've lost everything. How do you reassure them? How do you comfort them?
1: It's really having a human factor and being genuine. I genuinely felt bad, and and maybe it's also my nature of um, listening to them and um, sharing with them the concerns that they have and seeking out assistance in any way that I can do at my level to support people regardless at the local, city, state, um, county level that I'm available and there in my role and along with my staff to provide support in any way to help people through difficult times.
0: So when you are dealing with uh, the elderly, when you're dealing with children, um, I would imagine that it takes uh, a different approach with those folks or even, you know, with a middle-aged person. Um, are you a mom?
1: I am a mom of two beautiful toddlers, twin toddlers, they're three years old.
0: So you understand how to talk with folks. I mean, you, you, kids, adults alike, they, they require a different approach, right?
1: I, I would say so, yes. I also, something um, revealing about myself, I have a disability as well. So I understand the access functional needs community, and um, I think that helps me have an innate understanding of what those needs are, especially in an emergency.
0: So have you actually had the opportunity then to talk with folks with disabilities and and reassure them or direct them, give them instruction?
1: Yes. Well, in the recent fires in May in San Diego, um, I visited shelters where there was a high population of elderly who had special needs. So thankfully, I was in a position to address what needs there were they had in working with the local county partners, the Emergency Operations Center, and the Red Cross, in identifying specific needs um, based on my knowledge of having a disability, quite honestly, um, and working through those with them to provide optimal service to those shelter um, individuals.
0: When you got into this position, uh, the leadership position, big responsibility, a lot more than you had had prior, right, to this? Yes. How did you... Cope with the fact that you had so much riding on your decisions, your actions?
1: It's a teamwork approach. Um, I I definitely have a management team under me and I have staff, and I truly believe in we work as a team. I have the title of regional administrator, but everyone has their strengths and. Um, their experience that they come to the table with. And as a Southern region, we work together as a team to provide support and service to our internal and external partners and the community um, at large in the Southern California region.
0: So for those folks who uh, may be just getting into a similar uh, level of responsibility, a position, rely on those people, right? Rely Absolutely.
1: Um, we all have different backgrounds and different um, assets we can bring to support Cal OES and those that we serve. And I definitely tap into that and the experience and knowledge of some of my staff who have been in many different emergencies or disasters that they served. uh, There's a lot of institutional knowledge, thankfully in the region. And then we also have some newer people. So training and development development is ongoing and continuing and we exercise and we train and we all work together. Um, so that we're well-prepared for an event that hits us.
0: <laughs> and that's it, preparation, right?
1: Absolutely. And, and taking individual accountability in our homes as well, as I mentioned previously, um, educating my neighbors and my parents. My parents um, went to their first emergency response, how to prepare a go-bag um, community event for um, senior citizens in the nearby city of Norwalk where they live. So I had that opportunity to share that with them, and they learned a lot, and they came home with this great um, emergency kit that's better than my own.
0: Looking back on it, hindsight being twenty twenty, do you ever make a decision you wish you could take back?
1: Oh, I think sometimes it's just approaches how you may have approached um, a certain deployment or emergency. There's always lesson learned in every emergency or event and what you could do better, and we always seek to continually improve ourselves and our efforts to respond.
0: Is there any one thing that that stands out in your mind as something that you learned?
1: Something that I learned. I think um, what's important is um, communication early on in an event and coordinating with those local um, decision makers early on and making sure that you have very clear communication, both in writing and verbally, to identify needs. is is what I've learned that's really, really critical and understanding when you need to bring in external support such as recovery. Um, I've learned that that tapping into our other partners in the field to support us is critical. Um, And every event is different and you learn something every time of what you can probably do better for the future.
0: Is there a favorite place that you turn for guidance? Who do you turn to? When you
1: I, I, and uh, ever since I was young, I actually always have a mentor. I think it's very important for anyone, regardless of what level or position you in, you are in to have a mentor. I have I have mentors from my previous um, positions in state service. Um, I have, I, I have personal mentors, of course, always my parents, and I have professional mentors that continually guide me in. Um, what steps I take. And I also turn to my peers very often. We work together collectively as a team, my fellow regional administrators, and um, we support each other um, through events and situations that we're similarly experiencing. But also, uh, as I mentioned previously, I tap into my own staff. Um, Your mentor doesn't necessarily have to be someone that's higher than you or older than you. Um, I think oftentimes my own staff are my mentors. And that's where the teamwork and the trust and the respect, mutual respect in our importance of our roles is built.
0: Okay. So is there anything that you'd like to add uh, before we wrap up? Anything well, you'd like to add?
1: I'd like to say anyone. You know, it's interesting how I came into this field. I was in the environmental field, community outreach. I also have a, a, a medical disability administration background. And my sister was in the field for many years. Um so uh, our paths have now crossed, and we're in the same type of field. And so you never know where life takes you. And this, any job you're in, you build your experience, you build your knowledge, you build your education, and um, it always leads to something bigger and better. And I'm very grateful to be here to serve the southern region and the California citizens. And uh, anyone's interested in this field, I welcome any opportunity that they'd like to speak to me, or I can support them in Perfect. any way. Um Great. It's it's a great opportunity to pursue emergency management field. It's continually growing and um, it's evolving. And it's something that I really enjoy and I'm appreciative of being in this role.
0: Well, I got to thank you for on such short notice coming in here and popping in and sharing your stories and your information with us. And, and I know there's at least a few people out there who have learned something here. I know I have. Um, so, uh Mona Lisa bonte thank you so much for coming in and talking with us uh, again uh, you are the southern regional administrator for Cal OES and uh, hanging out down south soaking up the Sun when you can when you're not dealing with fires and floods and wind absolutely
1: and rain. we're gonna try to make it to Disneyland this weekend
0: <laughs> enjoy thank you again for coming in
1: thank you very much for having me
0: yeah, absolutely do you smile you So that was interesting, Mona Lisa Bonte talking about how even colleagues who are younger than her and maybe even a little less experienced than her can be a mentor. You can learn something from just about everyone, right? Also, how communication in the field is so critical uh, to being effective and being a good leader and making sure that everyone's safe. Yeah, interesting points by Mona Lisa Bonte. I'm Sean Boyd broadcasting from the Cal OES headquarters near Sacramento. Take care, everyone, and be safe out there.
1: You've been listening to the Cal OES All Hazards Podcast. Don't forget to check out our podcast page where you can find past episodes along with show notes and links. And give us a social shout-out. Tell others about us on Twitter and Facebook. And let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you.